Hello and welcome to uh, the Late Night Show with your host, Lewis Taylor, and your favourite Elders Quorum president, Anthony Dayton. Hello. Also on the show this week, our first guest, he, some, some call him the snake of Southampton, some people call him the northerner in southern clothing, it is Mr. Abraham Arakan. Big up. <laughs> so, it's going to be minute. Um... So, uh, I'll hand over to Tony for the announcements and then we'll get the show going. Alright, so same basic stuff as last time, kind of. Um, there's a trip going to Slovenia from the 15th of August until the 18th. Of course, you got to meet in Venice for it. It's for all you mid-singles out there. Sounds pretty decent. Uh, another convention going on in Northampton. That's from the 7th until the 9th of September. Tickets are available now. You can book it on Facebook. Oxford Ball, 22nd of September. That's at 8 pm, but if you're a Mormon, you get there at 9. And Hud's convention is sometime in October, and that's been announced uh, recently. So I, think, I don't think tickets are available yet, but you'll be able to get it soon. So, uh, FHE activities, fan home evening. On the 6th of August, movie night, Shrek. Uh, <laughs> classic film, everyone's favourite. We love that. Love that. Uh, 13th of <laughs> August. Creative night, rice crispy sculpture making. It sounds very interesting. Twentieth uh, of August, quiz night, standard, and the twenty seventh is a bank holiday Monday. So to be announced, maybe. Cheers for that. So let's get cracking on with the show. So how do you feel about being on the show, Abraham? It's a it's a great opportunity for me to, I guess, give my last last bit of input. Were you putting on um, an accent just then? This is my northern accent. This is my normal accent. I'm from oh. I'm from Manchester, so. <laughs> so. Don't do that. <laughs> just, just stop that. Oh. <laughs> so um, so like, did you li- did you listen to the first uh, first episode? Or did you just not listen to it? I started. Be honest, to, be honest. I haven't listened to all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Started listening to it, but I need like a proper hour where I can actually sit down. And um, listen, because obviously, yeah, you run out. Of time now. <laughs> yeah, running out of time with life generally. So, <laughs> uh, how much did you like listen to? Like, I listened about to ten like minutes, ten minutes in, something like that. All oh, right, fair enough. It's like, how was them ten minutes? From what I from what I heard, it sounded good. I was also because obviously I had people around whilst we were listening to it, um, so I was like preoccupied, like playing FIFA and whatnot. Yeah. But, it sounded it sounded like a decent ten minutes. I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna give the rest of it a listen before I go. Don't worry. Yeah, good, good. You know it'd be cool in like two years when you get back, we do another one. Yeah. Oh, that and like so well good. the return of Abraham. The return of Abraham. First guest. Be a different yeah, man. Yeah. It'll what? Be a different man when you come back. I will be the same man, same flesh. Every seven years his skin gets skin gets yeah, renewed. That's true. That's but true. um in personality I might be different, I don't know. I guess when it comes to changing, it's just something that you don't really think about, and you just, mm. if it's going to happen, it happens. Yeah. So, what people have mentioned, um, we got quite a lot of positive feedback, which mm. I thought we wouldn't. I thought it was going to be cringy and rubbish. It kind of is, well, for me anyway, when I listen to like my own bias <laughs> and people taking the mick out of my accent at McDonald's, but there you go. <laughs> Mentioning no name is Colin McDonald. Um, <laughs> I thought it went well. Yeah, and it's good fun. That's I think that's like one of the main reasons why we're doing it. It's just for fun, like it's something for people to listen to. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the ward really gonna enjoy something like this. And also I think like especially with getting guests on here now. Because mm. obviously in this part well, in this one today, so what we're gonna have is like get to know Abraham, talk about his mission, etc. Um and we're gonna do something else in a minute, which will be funny. Yeah. Um, but um I think it's a good chance for like you know people joining in the ward in September mm. to get to know like people that are leaving on the missions as well that they yeah. want to see, but then they may see like two years down the line. Well, yeah, that's I guess that's probably one of my biggest, the biggest fears coming back into the ward and everyone's gone, because all of you are not going to want to be here. Let's face it, and um, <laughs> for one reason or another. Um, so when I get back, I guess one of the fears is that you'll just know no, I'll just know no one. Um, so it'd be good, I guess, for all the people who are coming in September, watch these, because then you'll get to know me and all the other people, I guess, 
I guess you're gonna have James on at some point. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess for like me and James, people like get a chance to know us, get to know what we sound like. So then we're not complete foreigners to them when we move back. Yeah. Um, but still, it's still two years from now, so yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's gonna be scary thinking how much the ward's gonna change in the next two years. Because I remember when I first arrived like two years ago, the ward was very different from what it is today. And you think about how much it's changed now. Like in two years, you're right. You're gonna come back. You're gonna go know like no one. It's gonna have changed mm. so much. But then again, I remember with you know Jack me. I remember I think it was Hannah talking about him you know during these past two years and now that he's come back now you know she's kind of got his name out there and everyone knows him knows of him at least and mm. you know so it's kind of getting your name out there isn't it yeah the, the, the yeah. awaited well, I mean, return of Abraham had, had, had quite, <laughs> quite like you know well known so like yeah. obviously she can get her brother's name out there but like she's coming back on your tab like but two years it's a bit mm. it goes by so quick as well that's the thing. Like, I, I just got back. It's been just over two years now, yeah. Just over two years, like, a few days ago, which I've been back, and it flies by. But your mission will go by even quicker. I promise you that. Well, was like, it, like, was it like really different when you came back, like, the ward? Um, my home ward, yeah. Everyone had grown up. My family had grown up loads. Like, my parents started having wrinkles. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> no, I mean, they weren't that old, but um, <laughs> everyone definitely does change. <laughs> and it's such so other things to mention. I'm not old to be honest. I actually look quite young, but um, definitely you, it's so interesting because you see the path people were on before their mission, like your mission, and you don't really hear much from them. You get back and you see how far along that path have gone. Yeah. Like, you know, whether career-wise or academically or spiritually, you see that, that path which they've taken. They've either kept going down it or, you know, something's changed their path. Mm. So it's quite interesting seeing how everyone's progressed in life. Yeah. And that's something, it's like you've time-travelled, literally. Like, yeah. when you come back from a mission, you see everyone else and it's all changed. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, like Back to the Future or something. It's like when I went to, like, college, like, all my friends dispersed into, like, different colleges and stuff, so I didn't get to speak to it. Mm. And then I speak to a few of them years later... And like it's 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 probably that experience, but times ten, obviously, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. coming back after two years, not knowing about anything, and it's like, <laughs> like some of my friends like already started families and stuff. He like, Mike's like, oh yeah, crazy, God. isn't it? I think that'll definitely be the weirdest thing for me, getting back and there's people who like, I wouldn't have expected, <laughs> <laughs> um, to be gone and you know on their way to man's south. Um, <laughs> blessed land. <laughs> the blessed land. Not mentioning um, any names, of course. You know. Well, no, of course not. But just, just people that I wouldn't have expected to be down there, to be there with their family, and it's yeah. great because it'll be like, I guess it would be change, and change is good. Yeah. Um, but I think visually to actually see it for myself, it, it almost won't be real because I'll just remember them as like you, you the know, why I say it used to be up. Yeah, you know, with that, like, what I find quite funny is that say like a couple of us in the YSA well say like I don't know about 50% of us stay in Manchester right when we after we get married like it would just be like a mini YSA ward like yeah. <laughs> around oh when I, we see I yeah. don't I can't see a lot of people in the ward maturing that much <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's I'm including myself in that bracket everyone's quite <laughs> immature so, <laughs> I feel like for example, well, maybe time. take Jared. The amount of banter that we all have with Jared, yeah. and like he's gone and got married, and so he's only got he's not married. He's only gone and got married. He's not. It's not like he's suddenly a new man because he's got married. Yeah. But I guess because again, you adapt to a new way, like a different way of life. Mm. That kind of just takes the maturing process like yeah accelerates I think it, it I think it forces you to mature yeah. especially like when you start having a baby on the way you've really got to you know step up your game yeah. in a way yeah, well, and obviously like Jared is a very mature guy if, if you're listening to this Jared <laughs> <laughs> apart from no, when it comes I, to table tennis and no, I have to deal with him no. um, but um, but no I think like it'll be something that we probably can all see in each other but can't see in ourselves like how we would ad- adapt to like a new way of like just living life it's like I like I can't really see myself as like like I, I look at some of the missionaries and I look at some of the return missionaries I'm like oh those guys must have been 
legendary on their mission. And I just can't imagine being like that because I'm like here. Mm-hmm. Like some like 19 year old. I was going to say scrawny, but I'm not scrawny anymore. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, no, the 19-year-old kid who's just like finished a year of uni and like go on a mission. Like I can't imagine being one of those like yeah. crazy like, good missionaries. But um, but like we can all see it in each other. It's just harder to see in ourselves. Yeah. So like I can see Father Lewis Taylor, but you might not be able to see Father, Father Lewis Taylor. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> go to the Catholic church. Priest, come a pastor. <laughs> but yeah. Um, wouldn't it be so cool? Like, I've always had this idea. So, sure, this is like the YSA building. But let's say, you know, one day, like five years down the line, we're all grown up, we're all married, we, but we still come to this ward for like, not, it wouldn't be a young single adult, it would just be a young adult ward. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I don't know how that would work, but I mean, that would be pretty cool. Like, we're all able to stay together. I doubt it would happen, yeah. but yeah. that would be pretty cool. Like, this is why you all need to move to Man South. <laughs> that's a huge, that's already a huge war. That's already well, yeah, a huge but we can war. just we can just move there, make a little stake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I guess like the thing is though. So like uh, when I was younger, um, all of like my young men's leaders when I was like eleven, twelve, they were like just coming. Well, they were like in what I say, um, and then like one by one they all like got married, mm. and so that was like kind of a bit weird. Um, but then, like, obviously, like, you saw them change. And now, like, one of them's, like, my bishop. Like, one of them's, like, our ward mission leader back home. And, like, another one's just, like, moved up with this family. And they all, like, like, yeah, pretty much all of them have their, like, own family stuff. And it's, like, crazy to think when I was, like, 11, like, one of them, like, my bishop, he, um, when I was, like, 11, he was, he was just, like, he was just married. Yeah. And we were playing football. And he literally, like... Uh, and obviously you've got to imagine me I was like I was not like built at all when I was 11 I was tiny yeah. and so I, I went in goal um, and I took a half volley to the face <laughs> and obviously you've got to imagine like when we played football it's inside so it was like backing onto one of those walls mm-hmm. so I literally dropped against the wall and just flopped <laughs> and I was like blacked out <laughs> um, and, and then obviously like when I got up again I was like really dazed and just sat out <coughs> And yeah, but like that, that was like that was like back when we were like younger and like we were messing around. And now, like, all of them, I, see, I really look up to them as like really good leaders who are yeah. like who I'd go to for help and advice and stuff. Yeah, and I would have done then, but like even more so now because obviously they've like matured and changed. And similarly, that's how it'll be with like everyone in the ward, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I can't I just can't imagine myself as an old man in the family ward. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do we want to? Uh, throw down the gauntlet. So yeah, we've got a challenge for Relief Society. Actually, this is coming, go. coming from the Elders Forum right here. So <laughs> we're throwing down the gauntlet, and we're challenging you, sisters, to anything you want. We've 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 laid down the challenge, so you've got the weapon of choice. So we want you to pick a challenge by the tenth of August, and you can do anything: rugby, cooking, kabaddi, sumo wrestling, sing star, you name it. We're um, still gonna win. We're still going to win. I mean, Elders Forum, <laughs> obviously best, best okay. auxiliary. <laughs> best, uh, best singing. Best of the two auxiliary. You've, you've got until the 10th of August to send uh, Elders Quorum presidency your challenge and we'll take it up and we'll beat you. So, But this is going to happen every month and we'll keep beating you until you just make food for us eternally. Not, not, not that harsh, not that harsh. Harsh words. We, which we, we think, you know, we need a bit of a friendly challenge, so we're throwing it down. 10th of <laughs> right. August, that's your deadline. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just can't well, believe I have to cut that out, actually. <laughs> I, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I'm a bit in shock as well, dude. I'm just... Allowed. It's all, flat, in, all in good humour. It, good it humor. is, but I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> that is flabbergasted. the word. Right, so um, do you want to do your intro so, to your song? Yeah, the song I've picked, uh, I don't think many people know it, but it was uh, performed by Bonnie Ver in the staves at the Sydney Opera House in 2016. It's called Heavenly Father. It's one of my favourite ones, so we'll give that a listen now. Ever since I heard the howling wind 
I didn't need to go where a Bible went But then you know your gifts seem heaven sent Just leave me to a caller, Dad, that's the thing And I don't know how you house the sin I was never sure how much of you I could let in Once you settle down, baby, here you love is been Heavenly Father It's brought to you love Or you don't carry other names detail how I feel I guess how do you feel well, let's break it down how do you feel about getting called to Fenuatu specifically so I was actually in this exact room when I got when I opened it um, it was it was a Wednesday Institute wasn't it yeah for the benefit uh, of people and uh, listening we do we're recording this in Bishop's office so. yeah so it was yeah so I was sat in here I was on the phone to my mum and I was like I, as I was like opening it I was like I know it's going to be French. It's just going to be nice, like, close by, French-speaking, I'll snip over, learn French, preach the gospel, and then I'll be back. And so, like, I never anticipated, like, not in a million years. Like, I, I like, I'd watch the other side of heaven. And obviously, Ryan Gilstrap, you're just, like, a freak case. <laughs> well, so <laughs> I now, I guess. <laughs> but um, I was just like, no, like, no chance. No one ever gets sent there. Like, it didn't even cross my mind. And then I opened it. And it says to the Vanuatu Port Villa mission, and I'm like, okay, this is a country I've never heard of. And like, my initial reaction was like, I literally didn't know where it was. I thought it was somewhere like fairly close by. It said on the letter, you're teaching the English language. So I was like, kind of like, mm, English. You thought, it was, you thought it might have been like one of the like, British islands. Yeah, exactly. Isles, That's what I thought. Like, it was like, I didn't think it was going to be like crazy far away. And then it was like New Zealand MTC. So I was kind of like, okay. Not pro though. <laughs> this is really far. Um, 
And then, obviously, my mum was on the phone and she was like, where's that? I'm pretty sure that's, like, out by Australia and New Zealand. And I was like... Um, and so, yeah, so I was a bit, I was a bit like, okay, right, I'm going to have to go Google this. So, obviously, it's very rare that you have to go Google where your mission is. Um, but but um, I went onto Google, typed in Vanuatu, and then saw this tiny little, like, stream of islands. Yeah. Um, so, to point out, to detail exactly where it is, so if you go to... Well, if you know where Papua New Guinea is, then just go south of Papua New Guinea, south east slightly. If you know where Australia is, if you don't know where Australia is, then someone needs sorting. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. From Australia, so you go east <laughs> and then north. And um, you literally, like, it's very invisible on a world map. So you have to zoom in. Um, and it's like, it's just like a stream of a load of islands. So within the mission itself, you have the Solomon Islands, which are the northern part of the mission. Um, you have Vanuatu, and you have New Caledonia, or Nouvelle Caledonie, um, which is basically part of France. Um, so, and right, let me ask a question. Okay. So, <clears throat> so you finish MTC, like, bit. you go to Vanuatu for the first day, right? You arrive... Just off the plane or a boat, it would be boat, won't it? Like yeah, you arrive there by a plane. Yeah, so yeah. I've got my ticket from is New it, Zealand. Is it, is it like a little jet plane or is it like jumbo? Um, so from New Zealand, because it's, I think, because it's from Auckland to Port Villa, yeah. and Port Villa's the capital, so that's like a slightly bigger airport, but still like. So uh, anyway, regardless of transport. Yeah. So you arrive there, first day, first time you've got to get things sorted and stuff. Probably going to get st- so shown how things go. But after that, what are you gonna do? What 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 what's your plan? Well, you probably your plan will probably change. But what's your plan now? What do you mean? Do you mean like as in like what's my idea what, what, of what? What, what 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 are you gonna do in the day? Well, so I know so I know on the first week when you first arrive, you stay with the mission president. Yeah. Until they can get transport to your first area, and so I'll find out my first area. I find out. I'll spend I spend a couple of days up to a week with like all the new missionaries who just moved into the mission. Um, and you spend like a week or something getting to know the mission president. Yeah. Getting told to talk about the area. Um, so past all that, and then pa- pa- past that, ni- past that guess, new stage of like getting to know everything. I right, guess um, and training. Right, you get to the point first day. It's up to you and your missionary to do what what you want, what you should do. Well, I guess you just listen to your trainer, um, because I'll be completely foreign to the place. Like I won't have a clue what's going on. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be me like. Oh knowing where I'm going, knowing what I'm doing. So that will be a case of, like, trying to take as much in as possible, I guess, and yeah, listening true. to my trainer. Because, obviously, I'll be re- responsible for my safety, but my trainer at that time will have my best interests when it comes to safety and, like, well-being at heart. So he'll know how to survive there, and I'll just be trying to learn from him. Mm. Um, so you know, I guess... that, that doesn't always happen, though. Like, you get, you obviously, you get given, like, the train of a lord, you know, has for you but um, I remember when I was being trained like I, I certainly didn't believe my trainer had my best interests in mind like <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah yeah um, he was like nine years older than me as well um, he went out on his mission when he was 26 I think he turned 27 in the MTC or something and uh, I remember my first day very well but there were times during that first transfer where I was like this guy does not have a clue what he's doing that's the thing as a missionary you really don't have a clue like what you're doing for like, the entire two years you're just trying to follow the spirit you're trying to do the best you can but yeah that's, that's the biggest bit of advice I'd give you it's listen to everything your trainer says and just trust them like, if you've got an obedient trainer as well that'll help but they really do have your best interests in mind even if at times it would seem like they just completely don't they do mm. do, you so, ever had, do you have an idea of how the typical they will go for you like I know am I correct in saying you'll, you use will know more than me um, that certain missions operate differently than others in terms of what the missionaries do per day yeah mm-hmm. so like every mission now they used to have it used to be one standard format but I think now because obviously you've got to adapt to the way different parts of the world live their lives um, each mission has its own like personalised kind of schedule so I have no idea what the schedule is for my mission. <laughs> um, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, they haven't sent it to me. Um, so 
I guess that'll just be one thing. I know, obviously, they still wake up um, early in the morning, 6.30 to study. Barbecues. Um, personal study. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. Party. Party. Volleyball. Volleyball. <laughs> and then there's... No, I'm <laughs> joking. Running okay. away from, like, the lava from the yeah. volcano. Oh, yeah. Avoiding um, disaster recovery. <laughs> and, yeah, I think that's another thing that is heavily stressed in the mission I'm going to, like, um, how to, how to, not survive naturally. Exactly. You'll you'll, like, you'll learn a lot of practical skills in yeah, Russia because yeah. you like be obviously living in an island, um, and I think you'll learn how to fish. Oh, definitely, yeah. I learn how to eat fish because I'm not swim? keen on. I can swim, but obviously I won't be swimming. So. Unless I'm in a scenario where I need to save my life. But yeah, but you, you want it, don't you, if you're yeah. on an island? Yeah. <laughs> what I got a question, what's your biggest fear? What's my biggest yeah. fear? Um, not being able to adapt to it well. Mm-hmm. So obviously I have never been in a scenario like this before. I've never, I've never lived like in the middle of nowhere like on islands where it's completely different to the UK. And so I don't know how I'm going to be able to adapt to it. Um, it's never, it's never, It's like... It's not a water I've been tested in before. And so I feel that obviously I know I know like I know how I respond to stress, I know how I respond to um a lot of things, but I don't know how I respond to like adapting to living in a completely like different environment, different place. Like I've moved around before but yeah. It's all still with being within like the comforts of the UK. I think that, um, yeah. I think like the biggest biggest challenge for me and I think for a lot of people is if you go to like a different speaking country, if you're able to get on with the like locals, like mm. be able to converse with them. Well, yeah, I think that would be a challenge at first, definitely. So yeah, so as I was saying, and on the mission call paper it said English, but then when I looked up about the country, it was like English isn't spoken that commonly. Um, it's like a, it's like the main language is called Bismarck. And they only speak it in Vanuatu. And there's about 86 islands in Vanuatu. And pretty much all of them speak Bislama. Some islands speak some English. Some islands speak French. Some islands speak none of them. Um, but they all speak Bislama. So that's the language that they so selected to teach. Um, so the missionaries who go to Vanuatu will learn Bislama. Um, and because it's not a very commonly spoken language, only about 200,000 people speak it. Um, it's a real border um, language. You only find mm. it really in Vanuatu, I guess. Yeah, you only find it there. Yeah. Um, and so, you don't Google Translate for it. There's not really any books or materials. Like, I tried looking for books and stuff. They have I, the I, book I, on I, I've got a book on Bishlama, if you want to borrow Have you actually? <laughs> no. Great to How have I not found this? <laughs> to be fair, I can't imagine Bishlama will be that much different from pure mank. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, accent <laughs> in the accent, all of it. Well, what, would you, what would you do if there was a chippy on the island? A proper like Northern England out of place thing on the he's island. He's like wearing a Man United <laughs> shirt as he's well. Just a guy in Greg's on his like a kebab shop on the island. <laughs> it'd be quite strange, you know. Like. Well, I guess in what that gonna, case... What are you going to be eating? You're going to be eating, like, just fish, aren't you? Like, natural stuff. Fish, like. chicken. Like, they have... I they don't have chicken out there, I thought. I, was, I guess they will have chickens, yeah. Yeah, actually, I was looking through... Um, so we had a missionary in this ward uh, quite a while back now, and she has a friend who's serving out there now. And so I got in contact with his brother, um, and he was, like, giving me advice and tips and stuff on the mission that he, like, spoken to his brother about who's yeah. serving out there. Um, and I saw a photo of his brother out there holding a chicken which he was about to kill. Oh dear! <laughs> to to kill, some, take out its insides, and then some prepare and prepare and eat. Um, so I guess that's one thing I'll be looking forward to when I get back. You'll have no need of going to Nando's. <laughs> we are to go into the hills of Ashton. You know, you're gonna get back from two years. You know, like walk into Tesco and be like, "Where's the live chicken? I want to kill it. <laughs> I want to do it myself." Yeah. Like you, you'll come back like Conan the Barbarian, where you just like, oh. you just be like dressed up in like tribal like garb, <laughs> and you'd be like a man out of time. Like <laughs> no, I think I guess. 
But yeah, I think going the other way first ways will be quite strange because obviously I'm used to like your nice little refrigerated whole chicken, I'll put it in the oven. Obviously, when you have no oven, and you have no fridge. It's like, oh, what are you going to do then? Um, you're going to be like so the bag drills of like Banamato. Like, <laughs> you're going to learn, learn so much out there. But ears from the south are oh, quite soft. I don't think they'll be able to hack it, you know. Lewis Taylor. To be fair, the only thing I can hack about when I first moved up was um, sometimes, you know, there'd be a bit of translation issues. I struggle with struggle with understanding the the local bus driver <laughs> and no simple. I actually had that for three but weeks. I couldn't understand. No, when I when I first moved up, like my first two weeks in Manchester, because obviously you have to get used to people speaking English faster. Yeah, like people do speak English faster. Like whether you all like it or not, it's true. Yeah. you're speaking English faster up there. Um, and so, like, oh, who is it I spoke to? Must be like higher IQ or something. Yeah. No. Nah. Just, <laughs> just because obviously, you know, where you're not confident. You're not confident. Where you're not confident. Where you're not confident that your English is proper English. Where, where does the Queen live, Lewis? What? Where does the Queen live? Yeah, but it's only because it's sunny and that's why. Down south. Oh. No, it's where, where, you know, where there's more um, confidence about how you're speaking your English, then you can take time over it. Whereas if you're like, you're not sure how English is meant to sound properly, then that's just where you need it to being sped up. But no, I'm joking. joking. It feels um, like the North has adopted you in some ways. Like, you have taken on quite well, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed, the, I've enjoyed the change. Yeah. Like, the South, is, the South is a beautiful place, but for now, I want six, one is home. Um, and that's how it'll stay. That's, how but, I that's what I want to hear. <laughs> but, um... But what we were saying about the actual mission... Um, we were talking about killing chickens. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Right, um, not having... Not having... I was just going to say, not having those um, basic, like, necessities that we... Well, we think the things we think are necessities here. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be probably the hardest thing at first, but then once I've, like, got used to it, it'll be something that I guess I'll enjoy and thrive under because... I guess where you don't have, where you don't have so much a complicated life. Like here we have, we have like phones. We have like, we have so much that yeah. makes life easy for us. Whereas there, obviously, to us looking at it, it's like, like just, oh, life's just so write, much. Just writing, I find in pen and paper. Yeah, exactly. Like, stuff like that. Is, yeah. Is be like Whereas to them, I don't think they find life hard because that's how they live life and they're used to it and they're happy with it. Yeah. But I think because they don't have so much. It allows them to see what is more important. Obviously, it allows them to be more receptive to like the spirit and more receptive to like yeah. hearing about God. I think it'll make you a lot, um, a lot more grateful as well for everything we have in England. Yeah, because exactly. we are like we do, we do have a lot in this country. Like we're really lucky. But going out there, I think you really realise that like how mm. much we do actually have. Yeah. And I think that the best thing about it will be to see that they don't have as much as we have, mm. but to see that they're still as happy, if not happier. Um, so one thing I've heard is like. Amidst, amidst all the, um, amidst all the um, things that they have going on, natural disasters, things like that, they're still one of the most happiest people like, yeah. on the earth. And I think that's one thing that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Well, they don't have to, you know, oh, wait, everyone's got to take a call. But we'll go for a song now. This is all for, you, for all you um, would-be missionaries, or if you're thinking about a mission, this song's dedicated to you. It's uh, The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? It's always tease, tease, tease. You're happy when I'm on my knees. One day is fine and next is black 
So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go Should I stay or should I go now Should I stay or should I go now If I go Should I go by The Clash? Um, great song. Out of Stranger Things as well, which is the TV show. Yeah. So um, I'll <laughs> hand over. So what we're gonna do now? We're gonna hand over to um, Tony for um, quotes that he's gathered from you, My and then we'll dear. also have questions that the world has submitted oh dear. to ask you. <laughs> this so, is gonna be mint. Don't <laughs> right, leave. Don't like, leave, no, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, really he's scared. I want you to stay for every second of this. So one of the first quotes I got for Abraham. Actually, first, first. Oh yeah. The, uh, do you want to give a background of like what the quotes are like? What you uh, so I've started this quote book and I started it um, like almost two years ago now. And it was just because I said something and Camilla Preston said, "Oh, it's so funny, I'm going to write it down." So I'm like, right, fine, I'll write down what you're saying. So I started up this quote book, and over the car- like over the course of the past two years, I've been collecting quotes from people in the ward, you know, people in Manchester. And it's gotten pretty big now. I've got like I think fifty quotes or something. So it's it's getting big. And it's just like it's just like funny. Artists. Yeah. So it's it's usually funny stuff that you don't need you don't need the context. You just need the sentence that yeah, like yeah. make you laugh. But uh, <laughs> the first one was from Abraham, and it was when he was at my house, and he said, "You get twinkled." <laughs> and no, I don't think anybody understands this. Maybe this is just a Southampton thing. But what he meant was you get you get translated in the twinkle of an eye. It was it sort of like the resurrection. Twinkle. I've, I've never heard that. Yeah. I've never can, heard a twinkle. If you can say that like, a general authority has said that, I will believe. No, that. it was my seminary teacher actually. Said yeah, that. Um, she called it twinkling. She was like, "You get twinkled," so I said, "You got twinkled." And what, then, what's twinkling mean? It's actually when you get translated in the twinkling of an eye. So when when you um, at the resurrection, obviously you have the translation which is when your body gets made perfect mm-hmm. and you're all made perfect and um, some people obviously is that so is that twinkled yeah, yeah. Right, that's okay. what I would yeah. be called twinkled okay. and yeah and like <laughs> a lot of people have had this happen to them through history like that's what happened to the three Nephites isn't it uh, they get ch- they got changed in twinkled well, yeah, yeah and like Twinkled. Yeah. It's just an easier way of putting translated into uh, twinkling yeah. of an eye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, the going, yeah. going to lectures is like going to sacrament meeting. 
This is a must, isn't it? It's just, it's just a must. When Abraham you start uni, not, go to your lectures. <laughs> you would go to every lecture. And that mm. that oh, really surprised yes. me because I remember bunking out in so many in the past year, but you told me it's like sacral meeting. And I was like, lectures are. Sense. Yeah, yeah, lectures, lectures. You just can't do without them, can you? Wow. <laughs> well, you can with some. You can, but it's painful. But it is pretty painful. Yeah. <laughs> when you all start uni, you budding, returned missionary or 18 year old uni students. Go to all your lectures. That will help you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does help. You're right. Um, and the last one. Oh, it's just the one from yesterday. From yesterday. <laughs> Bros before beautiful daughters of God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was going to say, but Abraham saved himself at the last just, second. So this is actually from an EFY that we were on. And uh, obviously, for all of those members who've been to EFY you'll <laughs> um, understand that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, healthy banter between guys and girls when it comes to who's your cow or crush of the week and like, all this kind of stuff who's your cow who's you must remember cow? cows from EFY I don't remember cow cow, cow crush oh, of I, the week I, I, everyone is ex- like, right first of all explain EFY for people who might be listening so EFY not- essentially is just like a convention which is a week long and it's for youth and it's um, traditionally it's between you have two missions that all of their youth will come together um, so the really first one I went to was actually London South and Manchester so we had people who were in like Manchester mission and people who were in my mission like all together and we had them all like meeting so that's how I'm like we you know if you're the same people yeah. um, but after that like we split off and because obviously the South's an independent place. London South went on their own, and Manchester got given the Irish people. Um, <laughs> so right, as so, in Manchester uh, mission. Uh, so you've explained it very well. So going on from what you're saying about cow, so, yeah. cows and so cows. Crushes. So cow means crush of the week. All right. Um, and like, I don't know. When you're younger, when when we were younger, and EFY, they encourage you, strongly encourage you. I didn't enjoy this part of EFY to ask someone to the dance on the Friday. Yeah. and they'd normally be your cat um, so it was in my second EFY and it wasn't even in my company there was another company but obviously all the guys were like talking about the girls and they were like oh yeah whatever um, I think she's really <laughs> fit and all there she's absolutely paying like all, the, all, like, all those like um, words that are used um, and there was a there was a I know his name but I'm, I'll keep his name private for the for the uh, sake of the podcast and great guy but he was like you shouldn't um shouldn't describe girls as anything other than beautiful daughters of God. And that was that. And so... So that's where that comes from? That's where that come from, comes from. And that kind of became a thing like, among my friends. And like among like okay. quite a lot of people like in London it. South. Yeah, that's very respectful. And so, so like in whatever context that's used, just drop it in there. And I hope it becomes a thing in the ward. And I hope when I get back, Everyone's you're all describing that. perspective people as beautiful daughters of God okay. or, or beautiful sons of God and if you don't think they're beautiful they're still a son of God <laughs> or a daughter of God <laughs> <laughs> son that, of God on that bombshell <laughs> on, on that note we'll um, got some move questions. on so to the question section I think this is probably one of the biggest reasons why everyone's listening to this oh podcast dear the questions <laughs> is the questions that how many somebody. questions have we got we've got um, about six, six seven in total yeah alright <laughs> go away shoot away alright okay I'll start off um, <laughs> wait do I get to know who asked these questions no anonymous but you'll know some of them okay <laughs> you'll know you'll know just by the question you'll know this one but just by the question so who's your favourite eldest quorum secretary <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! I'm sure we had this, a secretary, this, this secretary before our current one. <laughs> this question. No, there is only one. <laughs> there is only one eldest quorum secretary, and that is Timothy Roberts. It yes. is Timothy Roberts. Correct answer. I'm telling you now. If you ever get called as eldest quorum president, lads, Timothy Roberts. Timothy Roberts, eldest is your quorum man. secretary. I can testify to that. Your first kiss. When I was born, my mother gave me a kiss as soon as I came. Oh, no, that oh. don't count. That don't count. <laughs> Anybody but family? <laughs> that stays, that info stays private. 
But for the respect of like everyone, we won't fight you for that one anyway. But um, I will ask you a question now. Still, um, all right, it's my question again. So this is another one that's been submitted. <coughs> what is the best experience you've had in the ward in the past year? Ooh, that is a tough one. Or a favourite experience. Favourite experience. Oh, this is a, this is a really hard. We've had so many. What's going through your head right now? What what ones are popping to I'm mind? I'm just trying to think of like activities we've all done. Either. Okay, so a high point was, the um. The football tournament we all went to. Yeah. Because that just showcased the uh, <laughs> the togetherness of the Elders Quorum. Yeah, in the Well, feet. apart from Mr. Viner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bit of illness there. Oh. The um, final rolls before the mission. <laughs> or, or, um, I don't know. There's been so many good times. Um, what? So there was obviously like there's conventions we've all been to, but like not all of us are all at those conventions, I guess. Um, but I enjoyed I enjoyed Tear Drag. So so let's say um, let's say Tear Drag or like the footballers the high Tear Drag what, or what, football. What's, but like, what's your favourite moments of like you know like not like you don't have to be favourites, but the things that you've enjoyed in the past year, I guess. Oh, Lime Park. Lime Park is pretty good. We yeah. all went down there. Yeah. That was like a really good like family ward day like, I hope the ward stays like that to all you like another one to all the people moving in get involved with everything like honestly you'll know no one when you move in and there'll probably be about 30 other people who know no one and you'll probably but, be standing around like yeah. knowing what's going on but, but like, you will you will get you know get, friends get involved just friends. go to everything turn up to everything nothing will be dead um and you'll just like you'll have a great time um yeah that's probably the only like thing I wish I wish I'd like got involved with stuff. Like I got involved with stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. But like from the start I was kind of still like quite a bit shy like at the beginning. Yeah. Um and then and then I just got involved with more and more as we went on. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. I don't even know how I come to know everyone, you know, when I initially joined. Like yeah, I was just was... like I turned up at things and then like mm, there was there must have there must have been a point where like it started actually, you know, you, you know when you get past the point of like where you're being, you know, introduce yourself or doing niceties, like and just having proper conversations with people. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember that point where that switch yeah, happened, same. but it's just I like, like it just happens. Like, like you'll spend the first like two months and you'll be like, right, who, who am I going to be good friends with? Blah, blah, blah. But then like you'll just like the more you, the more stuff you can turn up to. Like with the board, it really is about like you put in, you get out. Like yeah. if you turn up and show up to activities, like yeah come to church you'll like you'll really get to know people and you'll see your friendships grow and I think it's just I guess having the courage to like turn up because it is quite daunting obviously yeah. you like turn up and there's loads of what I say you just like oh. and obviously for some people it takes more than others to get to know people because of just personality wise but oh Abraham really fell off his chair then <laughs> but that, that's how it is so let's carry on with the questions I guess so kind of a short question how many dogs have you eaten in your life? no <laughs> None pending. That's pending. <laughs> pending. <laughs> Almost fell off his chair. Then that could change very soon. Um, uh, have you got? Have you done all your questions? Question. I got one more. Oh, you ask your question and I'll ask. This all right. One. So this one, uh, you may have seen this. I'm going to read it as it was posted. I'm going to read it word for word. By the way, <clears throat> kind of sounds like a poem as well. I have a question for Abraham. So here's the question: I am home. How do you feel? How do you feel? because you were going on the mission. How do you feel about going on the mission? And having changing, helping and changing, who would live telling them, <laughs> knowing that there's gospel in the world, not going there can be something better for people in the world. How do you feel helping the people to reach Heavenly Father? It's like a poem. It is like a poem. That's pretty poetic. Yeah. And there's also an after comment as well. But how do you feel helping people reach Heavenly Father? Um, wow. That's... Oh, how do I put that into words? It's, I think it's something that until you actually experience it. So, like, obviously, I love seeing people, like, change and grow close to Heavenly Father and knowing that I kind of had a part in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just makes you feel so grateful that you're able to, like, 
I guess, just be like just be an instrument because like you never really bring someone the gospel. It's, they like they allow the gospel to enter their lives. Yeah. Um, but like just like even being an instrument in it, like to convey the spirit to them, like that's just enough for me alone. And like I think knowing that I've helped somebody grow close to heavenly father would be one of the greatest feelings I have. Um, like definitely, I say like with like friends or like people that I'm close to that I've like I guess had a hand in like their lives or I know like friends who've affected my life I know that they've like they've been uplifted from it um, and so yeah I can only imagine what it'll be like helping people like I've travelled over to help um, so yeah. yeah what was the after comment on that? Uh, the after comment was also you will be an amazing missionary when you go on your mission and when you were in the MTC, you can learn so much before you go to your area and share the word of the gospel and telling them that there is another place to get back to your Heavenly Father. That was by Lulu. Very nice. That's, I think that was just that last point that I would definitely agree with that, how um, you really are your happiest when you're helping other people like learn about the gospel and like accept into their lives. Like Definitely remember that about my mission. You are just so happy all the time. It's difficult. Like you have so many difficulties, but you're happy. That's the important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Final so question. Actually, we've got. I've got two more. Not two. I know. I know a little bit over time, but I'll ask the two of them. So, first one. What are you gonna miss most? About the war or about just generally. Life? Football. Football. No. football. <laughs> um, I miss football. I miss that's, athletics. That's the honest answer. Now the token answer. The Premier League season kicks off next Saturday, <laughs> and I'm not going to be here, so I won't get one Premier League game in. So the pre-season season for United has been my season. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm also going to miss the athletics because obviously I like I probably watch more athletics than I watch football over the summer, um, and like. Yeah, I just love athletics. Team GB do their relays. So please, someone email me what happens in that at the end of next week. Okay. Decent. Fair enough. And the final question. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, indeed. <laughs> Which girl have you got your eye on when you get back from your mission? He's smiling. <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> He's pondering. Well, <laughs> this, is a really, uh, this is a really tough question because... Everyone's going to be married when I get back. <laughs> no. Not necessarily. Um, no, I don't know. There might be a girl that wants a late fear. Yeah, but there just isn't. Um, no, I don't know. That's, that's, a bit of a, that's a bit of a very intense question. Um, well, there's no one I can say right now. Oh. I actually don't have an eye on anyone. Um, but, you know, like, I've still got three days. You never know. <laughs> no, um, no, I'd like right now. I guess like it's because it's so like far away. It's not really what I'm kind of thinking about. Yeah. Like I, I actually haven't thought about it that much. Like, yeah. Because like, it's not, it's not. Of course. And like, obviously, of course. I, I'm, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not into this. Um, get back and leave the YSA board for one reason or another straight away. <laughs> um, so. Fair enough. So yeah. I guess we'll just like we'll just see. Nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so uh, this is Abraham's song. This is a uh, crazy in love by uh, Beyonce. Well, this is how I'm gonna return when I come up the stairs <laughs> and you're all there waiting for me. Crazy. And I come out of the and I come out of the lift. This song we'll be playing. Enjoy. Enjoy. Do it, no one else can Come and look at some crazy right now, you love 
logo, Young B and the ROC. Uh-oh, OG, big homie, the one and only. Stick bony, but the pockets are fat like Tony. Soprano, the rock handle like Ben X2. I shake bonies, man, you can't get next to. The genuine article, I do not sing, though. I sling, though. If anything, I bling, yo. Star like Ringo, war like a green wreck. Crazy, bring your whole set. Crazy in the range, crazy in the range. They can't figure them out, they like, hey, is he insane? Yes, sir, I'm cut from a different cloth. My texture is the best firm chinchilla. I've been ill of the chain smokers. How do you think I got the name over? I've been real the game's over. Fall back, young. Ever since I made the change over the platinum, the game's been a rap one. Crazy Love by Beyonce. Does that? Why did you pick that? Was it just? Does I that, that have some special meaning to you? That is my life anthem. <laughs> that okay, is fair much into. It's a proper right. hype tune as well. It's like Jay Z's verse yeah. uh, lays it down pretty well. Exactly. Right. So we'll we'll start off with the competition, I guess. So um, I was mentioning this the other night. Um, so we need a jingle for this show, um, as Elder Quinn has mentioned. And uh, what we want to do is put it out there to everyone, um, you know, a competition and submit your best jingle by, um, let's see what the date is today, by the 18th, submit your jingle by the 18th to us, um, and the best one, or the one that gets picked, will buy you a milkshake from Arches. What else could we do? A feature on the show. Feature on the show, yeah. Yeah. We could advertise you. Submit your details, give you a shout out, go, you know, any beautiful daughter of God or beautiful son of God, you know, that if you want his uh, contact details or her contact details, here they are. Um, that, that, it, that's optional, but you definitely get the milkshake. Um, so I think what, what we do or what we normally do is share a good story or a good insight each week, but because it's Abraham's special, you know, leaving podcast. <laughs> um, I thought Abraham might want to share like a, a good thing or a good calm story that happened over the past year in the ward or it, it, in your time in Manchester. Okay, so, um, well, it's not really like a miraculous story. Well, it is a miracle to me. Um, but actually going, getting to the point of where I'm about to go on the mission has probably been one of the biggest challenges in my life. Um, so obviously when I moved in last year I was like 18, I'd never lived away from home before um, I'm still quite new to like being an independent person um, and I, I wanted to serve a mission like, I've always wanted to serve a mission for, well, from when I was about 14, 15 I wanted to serve a mission um, because that was obviously when I like, knew that the church was true yeah. um, and, and um, so going into this year I was very nervous about the possibility of it because I didn't know whether it would be able to happen. I was obviously starting uni and I was thinking the only way I'm going to be able to go is if I drop out, which I don't really want to do, yeah. or if I somehow get a deferral. Um, and deferrals, honestly, they're unheard of. Like, a year's deferral is unheard of. Two years never happens. I'm like, obviously, I go to university in Manchester, so it's quite... Um, it's a fairly prestigious uni. Like, they're yeah. very... Like, the staff are very, like, what's the word... They know they know they know that they know they're the top dog. They know they're the top dogs, so they don't really have time for anything like two year deferrals. Yeah. Um, so literally, so when I went and first spoke to the directors of my course about it, they literally laughed in my face. Like, I like I said that I want, would like to get a deferral, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." And I was like, "For two years, 
and they just laughed. Um, and so that was probably like, that was where it hit me that I was like, wow, I might not actually be able to go until I finish my degree and that could take like five years. Um, and so, so obviously like, uh, I went back to my flat, really thought about it. Um, and like went back to them and was like, I explained to them what it was for. Um, and they said, okay, we don't think it's possible, but it's not our decision at the end of the day. It's the directors of the course that you'd be going on to. Uh, next year um, and so uh, and that's like that's in the department of MACE which is like mechanical aerospace and civil engineering um, shout out to Ruth Till and Anthony Dayton oh yeah wrapping up <laughs> um, and um, and and so I was like right I'm going to do like the best possible application I literally can do like spent like so I stopped doing uni work for like a whole weekend which is like also unheard of <laughs> <laughs> um, like wrote like a whole like um, I basically like probably did some proper research on like missions and into like I guess what what people outside of like the church would see as the benefits of a mission um, and so and, and added in my own like testimony at the end uh, that I knew it was going to really help my life and I knew it would provide perfect um platform to build the rest of my life on yeah. um, and that was something that I would want to do regardless um, and so so I, so I put like a detailed explanation of what a mission was wrote why I wanted to serve a mission, wrote how important it was um, for me like growing up in the church, it was something that was just part of my life um, and then wrote how about my testimony and how because I believe that because what I believe in I know to be true um, then serving mission is something that I feel I need to do um, and so, um, so then I got Anthony, Jared and Oliver Mann um, who are like like older brothers <laughs> um, to like write out write out statements about what they'd what they'd done um, on their missions where they'd served and how it helped them in their studies and um, and uh, um, and I sent I sent it into um, I sent that in and then I got a statement from Bishop Roberts who's Bishop at the time um, and then and that was literally a week before he got um, released um, and then I also yeah so I, so I compiled that all together and sent it into them um, and within two weeks I had an email back saying we've accepted your your deferral request has been accepted you'll be able to have two years off to do um, your missionary service and that was for me one of the biggest miracles because I guess it would have been easy like getting laughed in the face out by people who kind of know what they're talking about when it comes to like the course and uni and stuff yeah. is very hard to take and it took like I guess it was like a heavy like act of faith to actually just go ahead with it anyway um, and just to like I guess just believe and trust that um, it would work out and I guess that taught me that the Lord knows everything the Lord plans everything for us yeah. um, he knows he knows us better than we know ourselves and he knows how our lives are going to pan out he knows where we can become what we can become and where we can go um, and that was just testament to the fact that he is directing my life um, and like I, I guess that's kind of comforting because if it was me watching my own life, from my point of view, it would have been very easy to say, oh, yeah, this clearly means mission's not going to happen or mission's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, and, like, who knows where I'd be if I wasn't, like, if I wasn't um, preparing over this last year, um, how different things would have been. Um, so I guess, yeah, that that is, I guess, my miracle story. Um, and it just, like, because obviously I'd never really... I'd heard of, like, one person who'd done it before, um, so, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Um, and yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hopefully it gives um, people that are listening that are doing the course at the moment or that are in that situation of faith um, that, you know, they can potentially have that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, what you did, you, you, you put like, um, you obviously put your trust in the Lord and you um, put a lot of work in to you know, prove to these people that, you know, I'm not just 
you know, it's it's a very serious thing what I'm I'm choosing to do. And I think if you put in that work effort, then you know they respect that. Mm. Um, so yeah, thank you for that good story. For that mm-hmm. good story. I remember. I actually remember when you told us that it got accepted. And like just me thinking about, like, I was so grateful because of the fact that you could actually go on a mission after that, um, and just like kind of realizing what my mission meant for me, it was it was really cool seeing that, like you being able to go, because um, it really does change your life. Like even if I think even if you know some people say oh I had a bad mission, even if you have like a mission like that which you won't, um, it still does change your life in such a good way. Like you become such a better person. So the yeah. fact that you can go on that it was really cool for me to see. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say, Abraham, like, um, like, since you've joined the ward, you know, um, I think everyone appreciates, like, um, what you've brought to the ward. Um, you know, like, um, I think before you, well, I think you've added that extra pace to the ward, <laughs> <laughs> that extra oh. energy, that boost. Um, no, but honestly, like, um, you're a proper, like, lovely person, um, and you know I've not met anyone like you before <laughs> um, that, that to make things a bit awkward but um, thank you for coming on the podcast um, thank you for having me yeah. thank you thank I look you for, forward to thank you for coming re-meeting to, uh, again two years time yeah. <laughs> Magnificent Manchester do you want to give a shout out to like your uh, details now oh yeah so obviously I think this podcast will be released after I'm gone um, and if anyone has any questions or wants to speak to me, get in contact. My email is abraham.orican at myldsmail.net. So I will make a post in the YSA board page to say goodbye and thank you for everything. Yeah. Um, so that will have my email on it as well. But yeah, like feel free to get in contact. I'll be doing a group email. So if you send me your email, if you send me, and if anyone who's not on the group email sends me an email, I'll just add them to the group email. Um, and so you'll all be able to be kept up to date and have pictures and whatever every week, um, provided I have emails. If not, then I'll just write my email down and then when I get time, I'll just type it all up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. thank That's you it. very much. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll all see you in two years and I hope everyone's enjoyed this podcast. We'll be back on next week. Um, and yeah. With mystery guests. With a mystery guest. We haven't decided yet. But, um, yeah, enjoy your week, everyone. Peace out.